Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This episode of College Chaos, sponsored by The Engine, is focusing on how you can come up with an idea for a college entrance essay. A lot of students are trying to iron these out now because they need something to do and they really want to want to have a focus and try to improve their application. And one of the number one questions is, how do you figure out what to write? I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. I've been working with students on college entrance essays for 15 years, and they are notoriously difficult because there's so much that people want to say, and there's so much that they want to express. It's like they want to condense a lifetime into this tiny 650-word essay. Now, again, 650 words is not that short, but man... It's not that big either. I, I received a text message from a mom today. Her daughter is going to start entrance essay work with me next week. And she literally had an eight or nine point text focused on all of her daughter's accomplishments and little things like she has been an avid uh, dancer for the last 12 years. Okay, well, we can write about that. She's going to graduate early. Oh, okay, we can write about that. She loves medicine. Okay, we can write about that. And then uh, instruments and courses and, and all kinds of different things where it's like, God, you, you could delve into any one of these things and write fantastic essays. But again, people want to, people want to fit a lot. That's probably the number one mistake. So you need to pay attention to this. Do not try to put too much into the essay. You need to dive deeply and meaningfully into one essay, one idea, one nuance of your life. Okay, don't try to fit. Sometimes people have several essays and they want to merge them. Don't try to do that. One idea, right, in one essay. And focus on it. Focus on it and find a way to make it work. Okay, so for instance, there's a... I just looked up, there's a bottle of hand sanitizer on my desk. All right, I'm in my classroom. I have it here. When I enter, I sanitize my hands. When I exit, I sanitize my hands. Now, just think of any aspect of this hand sanitizer. Okay, um, it's annoying. It's annoying that my wife always hands me bottles of hand sanitizers. Not, not now, obviously. I have no problem taking one, but before, she'd always put one in my car. Okay, so that's one idea. My wife always hands me this hand sanitizer. Okay, um, another idea would be that it's repetitive. Okay, it's something that I have to get in the habit of doing over and over and over. Another thing is, what the hell is hand sanitizer? Like, what is it? Why does it feel weird on my hands? Why is it slimy? Why does it evaporate? Like, what kind of weird witchcraft am I dealing with? Right? Like, and I'm just, again, I'm just naming off things that I'm thinking about this hand sanitizer. So you focus on an item and you think of a lot of different aspects of that item how you experience it, why you experience it, what it is, all of these different things. Could be an idea, could be a cup of noodle soup, could be a coffee cup, doesn't matter. Now, let's take the first one I said. It's annoying. My wife, she always loads my cars, my glove box with hand sanitizers. Whenever we go anywhere, she's like, do you want to spray of hand sanitizer? It's rosemary. Fine. Fine wife. Thank you. So I take the hand sanitizer. Spray it, rub it, 
my son's in the back seat, get a spray, and they lick it. And she always yells at him, don't lick the hand sanitizer. They do it every time. Right when she's getting ready to do it, I say, you know they're going to lick that. And she's like, well, I don't think this time. Get it out of your mouth. Always does it. So here we go. We're going to start with annoying. Now, why focus on a negative right out of the blocks? Negatives are very interesting things to work on with college entrance essays because you can bring a negative. Okay, so I'm annoyed that my wife gives me this hand sanitizer. Or my parents always bother me to wear matching clothes. Or uh, my physics teacher is a huge pain. You can focus on any negative, okay? And through the course of the essay, bring this evolving perspective that changes to go from a negative to this overwhelming sense of positivity and gratitude and appreciation. Now, why is that valuable? Because... When you have appreciation, when you have gratitude, first off, you end on this incredibly good note, okay? If you start with a negative and sell it really well, as something that people can relate to, like a physics teacher being neurotic or annoying or very particular, that's, that's a classic thing. Physics teachers have to be this way, by the way, because they can't fudge on numbers. I mean, physics is all about numbers. Um, or again, your mom always worrying about your clothes matching right? And she's always giving you a hard time. But again, you bring this back to gratitude. You might bring it back to your, your physics teacher making you neurotic and that made you into this dynamo student. Now, again, I just made that up. Or your mom wanting you always to have matching clothes. And then you realize that your mom was worried about the signals you presented to the world. And then finally some teacher at some point says, well, you've always seemed like a responsible put together kid. And you're like, what? I have? They're like, yeah, you just, you seem like you care. Not about the big things, but little things like you're always matching. You don't seem to be entirely concerned with fashion. I'm not saying you're always wearing the coolest stuff, but you're always put together. So I know I can rely on you. And you're kind of like, oh, now again, I'm just making that up. So let's focus on the hand sanitizer. It's annoying that my wife always has me have these bottles of hand sanitizer. So I outline the issue in my first paragraph. I just say, okay, look. I have this hand sanitizer. It's staring at me in the eyes. It drives me nuts. But I'm used to this argument. I'm used to confronting the sanitizer. I'm used to it staring me down with slimy little oily, watery junk on the inside because this is, this is my burden, right? This is what my wife has. This is marriage, right? So you kind of, you introduce the idea. You let the reader know that you don't take yourself too seriously. Humor is fine, but you don't have to be funny. But you introduce the idea, the hand sanitizer, right? And it just bugs me. And you introduce, obviously, your wife. Second paragraph, you give more background. Okay, so you've introduced the idea, first paragraph, second paragraph, background, right? It started kind of after college, right? My wife and I met in college. We hit it off. We had a great time, and we ended up living together and then getting engaged and married. And right around the time we were getting engaged, I noticed some Purell. I noticed some Purell popped up on, on the side of her purse, little bottle. And then I noticed Purell in her car. And then I noticed Purell in my car. She slowly, slowly made me into the image of what she wanted. A man with clean, clean hands. And there they were, Purelled alcoholed, dry as could be. And you don't know dry until, you know, hand sanitizer every single time you get in and out of your car. There it is, right? So just kind of this joke and background. And I can say in that paragraph that we would fight about it a lot. 
I would argue with her. I'm like, I don't like hand sanitizer in my car. First off, it's a million degrees when I get in. I don't want to sanitize my hands. She's like, but what about when you get gas? I'm like, I don't care. I'll take the risk. I'll take the risk. And we go back and forth arguing about it, whatever the argument may be. It doesn't matter. And, and then you can get into the message. This is your third paragraph. You get into the message of, okay, you kind of start letting the reader know why they care. Now, what's the message going to be with a hand sanitizer? Okay, so this is where you really have to think. I'm using this hand sanitizer story to deliver a message about me. Okay, now we could make that a corona-based message. We could make that just a relationship message. And we're going to relate the relationship message to a larger educational message in a second. You'll see what I mean. So I'm going to say that I sneezed once or I came into my office or, you know, something happened. Um, a student, a student was very sick. Okay. And I'm making the story up. A student was very sick, came into the office, left the office. I had some work to get done and I, I grabbed the handle because I had to use, just, or excuse me, I was shutting the door, right? So I grabbed the handle, shut the door so I could get work done. And I thought about that student and that nasty runny nose and uh, she didn't look very happy. And I look down and I see the hand sanitizer and I just know this is the first time in my life I know I need it and I need it and it's here and it's here because of my wife. And I start thinking about all the times I gave my wife a hard time about this hand sanitizer. When I was younger, she put it in my car. When I was older, she brought it to my classroom. When I'd get out and pump gas, pump her gas, we're going somewhere, she'd always insist that I squirt it. And I was like, God, all the times I just rolled my eyes. She, she knew I wasn't going to be happy. But she kept it up. She kept it up. And she kept it up because she knew that eventually I might need it. Eventually, it might make a difference. Eventually, I might be happy with a hand sanitizer. And here I am. Here I am in my office having touched this handle. My student was sick. I don't want to get sick. I can't leave. And I need this hand sanitizer. And I realize that she was right. I didn't know when I would need it. I didn't even know that I would need it. But she was betting that I would eventually. And she was right. And I think about my education that way. I think about all of the classes I had to take that I didn't think I needed. And I'm not so sure anymore. I'm not so sure I didn't need them. I think about the math classes I took. Who needs calculus? I'm not going to be a math major. But I took calculus. I think about chemistry. Ugh. Not a big fan. I think about random world history. I don't really care about the dynasties. It doesn't matter to me. But that's just because it doesn't matter right now. How do I know that all of those things, individually or collectively, may not come back and overwhelmingly benefit me? 
how do I know I won't be 40 and thinking like, God, I'm really happy. I knew that. Just like I'm happy that I have the hand sanitizer. And then you're going to go fifth paragraph. That was generally the wrap up is the fourth paragraph. And the fifth paragraph, you're like, look, I, I'm going into college with an open heart and open hands. I welcome the random things. I welcome the, the subjects and the ideas that I question and value because any idea that I'm going to study in college, it has value somewhere. It has value to someone. They're not throwing around ideas that are useless, absolutely useless to everyone. There's value in these ideas. There's value in these courses. There's value in these classes. And just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And my goal is not to only take the classes and only value the things that I value ahead of time. My goal in college is to take classes, at least some, that I don't value, that I don't understand, because they may actually open my eyes to a different world of understanding. They may actually serve me in a way that I can't see now, but I trust may arrive at some point. They may be there for me in a pinch, just like the hand sanitizer was. And that's why I want to go to college undeclared or, or something like that. So you just bring this story back. So you start out with this negative, you kind of tell this story about it, and then you, you have this reversal of position that leads you to this level of gratitude that you can then apply very easily to college. And again, I just made this up. I'm not telling you that this is like a world, world-changing college ap- application essay, but I can tell you that it's as easy as just a hand sanitizer on a whim, right? And given a little bit more thought and not being on a hot mic for you know 15 minutes straight, you can iron out some great, great essays. So if, if you're worried about a very excuse me, effective structure, if you're worried about what you really want to write about or how to write it, just again, you can think of something basic. It's easy always to think of a negative of yourself because you show humility and you show growth and then change that negative to be a positive. And that shows appreciation and gratitude, which always ends the reader on a really positive note. And it shows them that you're a serious person because you have appreciation, you have gratitude, you have perspective, you have grown. And who doesn't like growth? In fact, what the hell else is college besides offering you growth? So there you have it. I'm Matt Todd. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of College Chaos. Go out and crush it.